Hello, I'm Conrad Swift, and welcome to the Cardano Convo Podcast Pool Party, a podcast segment that gives a glimpse into the pools of the Cardano ecosystem. The Cardano Convo Pool Party provides easy-to-digest information on the stake pools that help keep the Cardano blockchain up and running. Today, I'll be speaking with Brian, the co-founder of Gaia Pool. Without further ado, let's get to the interview. Hello, Brian. Welcome to the Cardano Convo Pool Party. It's nice to have you on the show, and thank you for taking the time to talk with us today and answer a few questions about yourself, your Cardano stake pool, and its mission. Hi, Conward. Thanks so much for having me. It's great to meet you face-to-face. So there are a couple of questions I always ask. To begin, could you tell us a little bit about yourself, your background, and what got you into crypto in general? Sure. Uh, so my background, uh, I'm actually... Uh, artist and designer. Um, so I went to school for that, for art and design. And uh, while I was there, I also took some computing science. Um, so I've always had an interest in computers, um, like repairing computers, uh, programming, and uh, a little bit of networking. So that kind of helped me out when I got into Cardano. Yeah. Um, and uh, as far as the art and design side of things, uh, after I got out of school, I was able to get a job as a designer um, at a company called Art Attack. And they manufacture mini golf courses and laser tech arenas. Ooh. So, yeah. <laughs> so it's a pretty cool job. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, and like, we made stuff for all over the world. So, I mean, if you go to a mini golf course, it might be one of ours. Uh, <laughs> after working there a while, uh, I'm was able to move up uh, to the art director position. And I was doing that for two years. And that's kind of when Cardano uh, picked up a little bit more with the state pool. I thought I'd give it a shot and it took me in that direction. So Nice, you still work in both? Uh, not anymore. I had to make a choice because it was a lot of work to do both. So yeah. now I'm full-time Cardano. And- nice. <laughs> <laughs> So could you tell us a little bit about why you decided to start a stake pool and how you decided to be a mission-oriented stake pool? When I found out that, you know, using Cardano to stake and, like, be a stake pool operator, you actually be a part of the community and the ecosystem, I thought that was pretty cool, like, something you actually do with the token. Yeah. Um, and I figured, you know, Cardano's mission is about really like changing the world for the better and helping it. And uh, why not do that with our pool as well, right? My wife and I love nature. Um, we love hiking. We take our dogs, uh, Cody and Faye, out on hikes around BC and Alberta. Um, and we want to preserve that, right? So yeah. uh, there's obviously issues with the, our environment that need to be addressed. And like our pool can help make that change, right? So Yeah, of course. I'm glad to see that there are a lot of charitable pools being opened up because a lot of pools, for example, not to like be poor towards the 1% pools, but they just open, we're trying to get bigger market share, let's open another pool, bigger market share. And it's just, instead of aiming towards a charitable end goal, it's just to just accumulate, like almost corporatize the Cardano stake pools. Whereas your pool is very like, it's of course there's, for it to be a job, it helps to pay bills, but it also goes goes toward a good end goal. Right. Yeah. I mean, and now there's quite a few 
mission-driven pools out there, right? Um, so people can choose like which one fits with them, with their with whatever mission they want to help accomplish in the world. Uh, so it's a great opportunity to like earn great rewards, like with any other pool, but you can make a difference too. Yeah, what more can one ask for? Making ADA or accumulating more ADA and helping a good cause? Like, I can't think of anything better than that. <laughs> so, are the delegators informed of the name of the organizations their donations are going to? And if so, are there ways of suggesting which organizations to donate to later on? Usually, the pool operator has picked uh, like what charity they, they researched. They figured this one, you know, is making a difference in the way I'd like it to. Like, I, I, I connect with it. Um, for us, we picked One Tree Planted and the Ocean Cleanup because you can see visible results from those actions. Like uh, every dollar you donate, you plant a tree with One Tree Planted. And with the Ocean Cleanup, they uh, project have cleaned up 50% of the Great Pacific Garbage Patch within five years. Wow. So, yeah. So uh, those are provable results that we can see something change in our world. Um, obviously, like, uh, if delegators want a pool that, or want wants their pool to, you know, pick a charity that they like to donate to, um, there are options like that. Some pools are like in mission room pools or the delegator picks the charity and they do a different one every month. Um, ours, we've got like a bonus donation we do. And then uh, like if a delegator or charity group reaches out to us, we just uh, do our bonus donation to them. So um, yeah, there's lots of options. So when a pool gives a donation um, and that donation or that charity doesn't have an ADA wallet, do you guys just donate the dollar amount equivalent of what you would? Yeah. Um, unfortunately, most charities don't accept, yeah. or a lot of charities don't accept cryptocurrency. Um, actually, if if people ever want to donate cryptocurrency to a charity, like just on their own, if they didn't want to go through a pool, uh, the Giving Block is a good website to go to because they accept donations in cryptocurrency. They just don't accept donations in ADA at this time. Oh. And, yeah, and that's because they go through Gemini, and Gemini doesn't have ADA listed yet. So <laughs> soon, hopefully soon. Yeah. They're open to the idea once they have the ability. So, um, and then that could open the door to a lot of different charities accepting ADA, so. And I'm sure as if ADA gets bigger and bigger, like it's already fourth, fifth, it's in the top 10 in market cap. It's only a matter of time till institutions go, yeah, we probably got to jump on this train, like better to get on it than for it to pass us by. So I'm hoping that helps push towards allowing us to donate more so to charity. So if an organization in the future does have an ADA wallet, Will Gaia Pool think about incorporating smart contracts into that? So, I mean, I imagine that make things a lot easier because instead of if you say 50% of everything or whatever percentage of our rewards goes to this charity, you could set up a smart contract that automatically does that. Right. Yeah, I think it would depend. Um, it's definitely a good idea. Um, so for us, because we're going based off of profit um, instead of just a straight percentage, um, then we can factor in our expenses. Um, but just because we're going with a kind of a higher amount, like one third of our profit. So uh, we want to make sure that we're covered with expenses and keep the pool going. Oh, but, of course. Um, yeah, smart contracts could do something like that, right? And there are lots of options, like maybe even on the charity side, uh, 
they have to generate receipts for their transactions. Sometimes they're doing it manually as well. So that could be an option for them to, once they receive a payment, it could automatically generate a receipt for them, right? So, yeah. Oh, of course. So there are definitely some good options there. Um, uh, to put out there, other options that you could do with smart contracts, like even if you are selling like a digital asset of some kind and the charity would receive a portion of that, you could build that into it. And then any resale of that digital asset could have that built into the smart contract. So, Of course. And something that might be nice is, again, when smart contracts come out, if we have those exchange readily available, for example, we might be able to have it to where if you get a certain amount of ADA and you want that portion to go, to have it go directly to be changed from ADA to US dollar. And then from, if you have a unique exchange, like let's say you use Coinbase or it could be anything, have it go to US dollar coin directly there so that people can like pay attention to the wallet itself with the US dollar coin in it and see it empty every five days. So, I mean- right. There's a lot of opportunities I think mission-driven pools are probably going to take advantage of in the near future. I learned that you guys are the founding members of mission-driven pools or the mission-driven pool group. Could you tell us a little bit about why you started it and how it's going? I'm sure with thousands of pools to choose from, it'd be very informative and helpful to have a resource that that points delegators in the right direction if they want to stake with a mission-driven pool in particular. Yeah, so we're one of the four founding pools. Um, basically, uh, mission driven pools just happened because uh, there wasn't any really central source of all of the charity pools in Cardano at the time. Kira from Greenpool reached out to me, said, hey, should we organize something? Try and get us all together. So he and I started that. and. Uh, Kyle from Lyft and uh, Matt from EcoPool also uh, helped organize that. Slowly we've grown to uh, the size we are now, which is like pretty big, almost, uh, oh yeah, almost 100 members. So it's pretty good. (laughs) That's amazing. Do you guys have like a Discord or any group like? Uh, We have our our own specific Discord for our members. Um, We also have a Telegram channel though uh, that regular people could join if they wanted to. Um, I know that any of us are happy to talk with any delegators at any time. So yeah, um, we are also trying to start up a YouTube channel so that, you know, we can connect more with people and get, you know, everything more visible. Uh, I think it just needs kind of like getting awareness of our group out there. I think maybe a lot of people just aren't even aware that we exist. Yeah. I will try to help you with that. <laughs> oh, great. Thank you. Um, <laughs> but if anybody does want to check out our, our pool group, uh, it's, the website is missiondrivenpools.org. And uh, we've got a randomized pool on the page load. And then if you go to the member pool section, you can filter all of the pools by whatever category you choose. So you can pick one that fits best for you. Um, so it's great for delegators to come and find a pool and connect with them that way. That sounds awesome. And of course, we will have the, the link down in the description below. But have you guys worked with PoolPeak, perhaps, with that functionality? I know that PoolPeak, for those who don't know, it's a program where um, a couple of pools came together to make a program that can help new people within the Cardano community 
pick which pool they want to delegate based upon choices like based upon do you want small pool big pool do you want mission driven non-mission driven um any pool multiple pool like all these questions you kind of answer and it like buzzfeed style gives you options like not buzzfeed literally but <laughs> answer <laughs> the questions on the quiz and it gives you a, a output yeah um we actually haven't worked with pool peak um we did end up working with ADA pools to make a portfolio for us there. Um, so we can get our members registered and they show up on ADA pools, but it would be good to work with PoolPeak. I don't know if they've actually just listed our pools there as because we're charitable pools. Um, so maybe we're already featured, but um, it'd be good to talk with them and same with pool tool. I think it pulls directly from the JSON files because I didn't apply oh. to PoolPeak, but my pool is on there. So okay, great. It pulls from that information. I, th I imagine if you're on adapools.org, it's, I believe it's adapools.org. Um, if you're on there, I think it pulls the information directly. So, but I have seen that alliance on adapools, which is, it's a long list. I'm glad it went from four to over a hundred. <laughs> That's amazing. So some other uh, reasons we established the group were to set some standards about charitable pool groups um, because uh, delegators want proof that donations are actually happening. As a group, we kind of also decided that we wanted to have like a serious commitment to our mission. So uh, every pool that's a part of mission-driven pools uh, donates a minimum of 10% to their chosen uh, chosen mission, so 10% of their pool's profits. And then uh, they're required to have proof of donation on their website. and that's usually in the form of receipts so that they can prove that those transactions happen. Um, and then a couple of our pool members, um, Raymond from GrowPool, he set up uh, on-chain metadata donation method and uh, Kyriakos from Spectrum Pool uh, set up our MDP GitHub donation method. So basically people can submit their receipts from their pools onto the GitHub and then have somebody verify that that's actually accurate. Um, and then we can have it automatically totaled. Um, so that's still a work in progress, but then you've got somebody verifying as well that that's actually accurate information. So That seems like a very apt way to do it because you don't want somebody going like loops pool right now. It's not a, it's not a, a mission driven pool like that. So if I were to go, I'm joining the team, it's like, okay, what are you donating to? It's like, 10% or 20% to the charity of Conrad. That's no, like can't do, can't do that. No. And be like, okay. Like, and then being able to verify that, that, that helps for those who to set a method by which anybody can look at it and look from the outside. Is this really going? Cause anytime we give charity, one of the questions in the back of everyone's mind is, is this going where it says it's going? Because you, we've seen, charities that are like this is for this and it's like it doesn't go there like it or oh we give to let's say the homeless and then it's like 10 percent goes there and then the rest goes towards running the charity it's like like that's not what you're expecting when you're giving so it's i'm glad that you guys have a way to verify that and because you know we've all been committed to you know our missions, uh, like as a group, we've raised about seventy-five thousand U.S. dollars so far in donations. Wow! So that that was actually featured in the uh, 
end of month newsletter from IOG for cooperators. So we're, we're definitely making a difference together with all of our delegators. So I see that you have two server locations, both one in the in America or in the USA and one in Canada. Is it hard to coordinate across different countries and are there technical or legal hurdles that you have to jump through? So for us, because we're actually running our servers on the Google Cloud platform, um, everything is run through them. And so we can pick whichever server we want to at any location. Um, so we can avoid like the legal issues of that. Like our company isn't just set up in the United States, but because we're using uh, Google Cloud service, as yeah. long as we're you know, following their terms of service and not doing shady things, then, <laughs> then uh, we'll get to continue using them. And uh, they're 100% green. So um, that was one of the reasons we picked them. Um, but if you're running like a bare metal server and you're operating that in multiple countries, I could definitely see legal hurdles that way. Oh, I'd imagine legal hurdles as well as for example, if there's a power outage, that other person needs to be ready to turn that back on because, yeah, I would imagine, but I didn't know they were um, on the on Google, so that makes it a lot easier. The uptime's probably pretty good, too. Yeah, you've got, basically, you've got automatic notifications if anything goes down, so you can address it immediately, um, and then you can get a premium network service so it's better than the internet connection i can get here right so i yeah. want to make sure that it was completely stable i can run it all the time with no issues so and oh, then yeah. it's easy to like clone drives duplicate things if you need to or back things up so oh yeah no i i understand i remember back in the dsl easy web connect days like you wouldn't want to try to run things on that so having a s service provider makes things significantly less complex. I wouldn't say easier, but <laughs> less complex. <laughs> um, so your website shows many interesting NFT giveaways after your 100th block was minted. From my understanding, they are to be given out when the pool reaches 8 million, 13 million, and so on and so forth, ADA staked. When do you project that will be, and what can your delegators look forward to? Right. So uh, at the time when we started that giveaway, um, we had the IOG delegation still, and we were a lot closer to those milestones than we thought, like that we'd be able to at least make the 8 million pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, but eventually that went away and uh, <laughs> yeah, so we had to, you know, start from a lower point. Um, we're totally committed to giving those out when we promised. Um, so we still need to attract more delegation to make that happen. And the best way to do that, I guess, um, there's a few ways. Um, we still wanted to give something away to delegators. Like we wanted to give away NFTs. That was the goal. So uh, right starting like this month, we're giving away an NFT every month, a different one for every delegator. Wow. They will get something for delegating with Gaia. So everybody that has been delegating will get one. And everyone that, you know, delegates with us through this month of August will get one. So we'll send that to them the first week of September. That's when we'll give out the NFT for the for the previous month, like month of August. So everybody has a chance to delegate and get one. Um, and then September, we'll do something different. Um, so for August, we collaborated with Cardano Countries to make that one. Um, and it's an animated NFT. So I hope people like it. <laughs> uh, and then afterwards, uh, I'll actually be doing the artwork for the rest of the NFTs. So 
and it'll be something exciting. So, yeah. Uh, Sounds like a nice personal touch. I look forward to that. I saw it. It was kind of, it's quite a nifty NFT, really. I I like animated NFTs personally. I, I find non-animated a little boring, but that's just me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's good to use, like, the technology, right? If oh, of can, course. It's digital. You can do stuff with it, so why not? But as far as reaching those other milestones, we totally want to make that happen. We want people to, to delegate to the pool and to make that happen. And, you know, perhaps protocol changes will affect that as well. Like, when K goes up, that gives us more opportunity to attract delegation. And if we can get, uh, like, cool portfolios on data lists, or maybe like a revision to the data list rankings that could help. So that's been a reoccurring thing I keep hearing in the community is can we fix the data list rankings? Which is interesting because I think it was like sixty percent or sixty five percent somewhere around there. People use your Roy, so because a lot of people like, especially the history of data list, it takes too long compared to like the light version. Though I prefer data list. I do, but I, I remember, and I'm sure you remember, I would come home from work, I'd open Daedalus, go make dinner, come back, because it took about 20 minutes to open, and then they fixed it, and I'm like, yes, so much better. <laughs> like, I'm sure, because you guys have been here for a long while, so I'm sure you remember back in, like, Shelly Testnet days, that was, oh, <laughs> a little rough. Yeah. Uh, there's definitely been a lot of improvements to Daedalus, but I see your point, yes, most people probably do use Roy. Uh, if it's 60%, there's still maybe like 40 to 30% that use data lists, right? So. Oh, no. I, I agree. It needs to be fixed. A lot, of, a lot of people in the community have been saying that the data list rankings need to be fixed. Because no, I don't know if we still know what determines the ranking. I don't. And maybe I've missed the memo on something. Maybe there's something I haven't seen. But that's been a, a thing that the community has been looking at and kind of wanting clarification or it to be fixed. Most certainly. Recently, quite a number of environmental conservation projects have been underway on the Cardano blockchain. Um, one of which being the Open Litter Map application. Have you heard of that? I have. Uh, I voted on it in the Cardano Catalyst. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> so we actually got to talk with Sean. Um, and I don't know how much you know about the Open Litter Map application. Uh, just what was listed in the. Um, in the catalyst proposal so i didn't do any further research other than that but i don't know if you or any of the other eco pools were thinking of possibly like working together with the open litter map because what it is is it's a map where or an application where people can take pictures of the trash so it can be mapped out to collect trash data and in turn for doing it because it's gamified you get um litter coin is the Right now, it's an ERC-20 asset, he said, but he's planning on moving it to Cardano. So I didn't know if that would be something possibly that the eco pools might think about, as in, like, those with ecological, like, conservation in mind. Or, because there's a lot of projects like this, and I didn't know if you had, like, a favorite eco project as well. Um, I mean, any that come up in Catalyst I voted for, but I haven't really been researching them. There's a lot of projects that come up and it's hard to really keep track. There are. So it's just like the same issue we kind of face as pools, uh, just like even connecting with projects that come up, right? So it'd be great if if, if we could connect with them, right? And uh, like you say, 
I think many of us would probably want to help in some way, right? Oh yeah. I and as we talked about a little bit before, it's some the Cardano space can just be too like huge sometimes. And when I say too big, I don't mean like in a, in a negative way. And in fact, it's a good thing. It's just it's so much to encompass that it'd be like trying to walk from one side of the earth to the other. It's not that it's impossible. It's just there's so much. Like that's quite the feat. And the Cardano ecosystem kind of feels the same. It's there's so much. But I think Open Litter Map is the first time I heard about the the trash island, I believe. What is it called? Oh, the Great Pacific Garbage Patch. That's it. I I had never heard of that before. He told me that and I heard about that. I'm like, really? Like how how is this something so big that I haven't heard of? Like it's mind boggling, really. Yeah, people just don't don't think about where it goes in the end. Like even if you recycle stuff, not everything that gets recycled actually goes into recycling. It goes just to the garbage after. So um, depends on what your community is actually doing with it. Um, hopefully, it's going to recycling. Yeah. <laughs> so. Another thing I wanted to ask about is, are there, have there been any recent developments or announcements with Gaia Pool that you'd like to announce? Or, because I keep seeing, like, for example, I saw the NFT thing, which I thought was really nifty, and I didn't know if there was any more that the listeners or viewers could learn about with your pool. Um, well, I mean, we always want to talk with our delegators and connect with them. We do have a Discord group that um, we'd like people to join. Um, That'd be an easier way to connect with them. Um, and yeah, that NFT giveaway was the, the latest news. Um, I guess I could share a little bit more about, about what's coming up with uh, the September one onward. It's actually going to be a card game. And Ooh. everyone that collects all of the cards can redeem it for a physical copy at the end. So. Ooh. How far is this game into development? I, I, am, I believe <laughs> the kids would call it a gamer. So, <laughs> so I'm quite curious. <laughs> uh, well, uh, it has been play tested enough that we can produce the cards. So, um, so we'll start making the NFTs September on. Um, oh wow, nice! I I look forward to it. I'm curious because again, if I had the time, I'd show you the entire closet I have just stacked full of board games. Like love, <laughs> but. This has been super informative, and I really appreciate you taking the time to chat today. Before we go, I know you've talked a little bit about it, or a little bit on it, but how can listeners get involved with what you're doing, or how can the people in the community best support you and your team? Okay, uh, well, if you'd like to support uh, Gaia State Pool, then the best way to do that is to delegate to us, um, and even just like contact us on Twitter, on our Discord group. Um, we just want to talk with you and if you have any questions about Cardano, we're happy to help. And then if you're interested in supporting any of the other Mission Driven Pools, feel free to check out the website, missiondrivenpools.org. Um, any of the delegators there, or yeah, any delegators would be welcome to any of those pools. So thank you. Oh, no problem. And of course, we will have all these linked down below. I'd recommend you guys check out their Discord, check out their website, check out their pool. All of that, again, will be down in the description below. And once again, thank you very much, Brian, for taking the time out of your day to talk with us and to teach us all about what Gaia Pool as well as these mission-driven pools are all about. Well, thanks so much for having us, having me on, Conor. Great to talk with you. 
Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Cardano Convo Pool Party. If you want an easy way to help us out, make sure to share this podcast. That way we can grow and create a better podcast for you guys. Also leave us a five-star review. If you have feedback on today's episode, tweet us at Cardano Convo. Send your emails to cardanoconvo at gmail.com or join the Cardano Convo Discord server and let us know. We'd love to hear from you. Also make sure to check out our new podcast website on crypto-loops.com. We'd also like to thank our sponsors. First are our Patreons over on the Cardano Convo Patreon page. Their direct contributions help to make this podcast possible. By becoming a Patreon, you gain amazing benefits such as access to polls to help decide the content of upcoming episodes, early access to videos, roles and benefits within the Discord server, and so much more. Our second sponsor is Loops Pool. If you want to help out the podcast and are looking for a Cardano stake pool to delegate your ADA to, then think about delegating with Loops Pool. That's Loops, L-O-O-P-S. Again, thank you for joining us, and we'll see you in the next episode of the Cardano Convo Pool Party.